Mindset of a young nigga with idle time. They say a devil's workshop is an idle mind. It's hip hop infiltrated by a wicked built industry. I'm being represented for the underground. Independence, Fifth Amendment, freedom of speech. The revolution is pending. But it's cool because you see we on a mission. Television off, this a viral petition. Man, and I hope you pay attention. The WM48, we keep it real. It's one of those things where, because I think none of us will sit here and say the things that he has accomplished aren't great. You know what I mean? Because no, like, I'm not going to sit there and say, I don't want to to see like his studios flourish. Like that is a great and 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 and, and significant thing. And And what I think we all hope as people who love movies is to be able to start seeing that Tyler Perry movie junk on so many more diverse movies. That's it. Like if we can start seeing that, where we can sit there and be like, where where now we can name production companies, where now we can name studios where where it was filmed at. You know what I mean? Like if we could, if we start seeing that, then we can sit there and be like, okay, cool, because this is this can be leveraged for that. And if it's and if you're not doing that. And like I say, in a in a in a um a business where it is strictly on who you know, like it is strictly on who you know. Like networking is such a big thing. Who knows who, who knows what and all that stuff. That's why it's important for when it's not like I said, like when you were talking about like, does he have to do it? No, but he should. Why would like you sh- you you should be up there to see to look back and see somebody who has the same talent and drive that you are and be like, yeah, I got a place for you to 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 shoot this film. But he didn't. We not saying his own. open this door to 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 just a nigga on the street just to be like, yo man, I, you know, I got a movie idea. But like, there are people in here who are working. There are people there who are who have shown that they have this talent and they got this this ear to 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 put up new things to put out new movies to put out diverse viewpoints whether black white latino asian american native american like what whatever you are to put out diverse stories so if i start seeing like that Perry studios on those diverse stories then we're like man now now you really are becoming the embodiment of a dream that somebody can really work towards and be like yo i can Go that I can do that, and I'm hoping by putting your shit in Atlanta, right outside of Atlanta, right where there's so much art and innovation going on down there with people of color. That's what I hope to see in the next year, or you know, nine year, but next, you know, maybe five years, so that we can look at somewhere and be like the way we look at Plan B and be like, yo, man, they done, they done done a lot of movies. I keep seeing, I keep seeing that logo pop up. But we don't even pay it. The problem is we don't pay attention to that stuff. See, when we see a film, like en- enough of us don't make like, me and you do right. And, and, and Mike and, and people on the podcast, like we do, right. We care about that shit, but enough of sure. us as black people don't. So we didn't know 12 years of slave was coming from Brad Pitt. We didn't know Selma was coming from black Brad Pitt. We didn't know moonlight was coming from Brad Pitt. We didn't know that. 
we didn't pay attention to that. And we look at Tyler Perry and we see what he's done. And there's absolutely no excuse that he shouldn't have the caliber of work that plan B does. There's no reason for it. There's none. And I understand that people make the argument. Well, white people make bad films too, right? White people do a lot of shit. You know why? Because white people are in a whole lot of fucking spaces. They have a lot of opportunities to do a lot of shit. So while they're do, while they do do bad shit, they do a whole lot of good shit too, because they're afforded the opportunities to do it. Black people don't get that same thing. We're not indoors like that. We're not in spaces like that. So when you have Tyler Perry who moves from putting, um, what, what was the actress that you just named earlier? Um, Taraji, Taraji, who, who, who goes from putting Taraji in a bunch of films, kind of just leaning on her, right. And the, and the, the black woman with attitude who is like pops on film. So now leaning on Tiffany Haddish to be that for him. What's the difference between a white studio exec doing that with her showcasing her buffoonery in a film and leaning on it to pull in black audiences and Tyler Perry doing the same thing to me, it's no different, especially if you're not using your your, your position to expand on filming to not just do only these silly ass movies or in these, these films that tear down black women and constantly feel like they need to teach them a lesson. If you're not also doing other types of black films and having a spectrum of creativity, then what's the fucking point, dog? Because A24 doesn't make the same type of film. Plan B Entertainment doesn't make the same type of film. Bloomhouse makes horror films and they're not even the same type of horror films. They're not. And Tyler Perry is making the same exact goddamn film about black people. Every time he makes them because he's not that good of a fucking writer. He's not that good of a director either. And he's not a good producer. He does really, really good stage plays. And that's what got him here. Stage plays was his bread and goddamn butter. That's where his talent was. This movie and, and shit. stage plays are different than movies. Absolutely. They are. Like, Absolutely. Like, the, like stage plays are different than movies. Like, the, like they're, they're different forms of media. So and we're now at this position with him. And he, he just like, stop. Don't. He bragged about this, bruh. He he made a whole video bragging with a table full of scripts about how he don't have a writer's room. So all of these black writers that work for the Daily Show and work on these white sitcoms is one black that, writer that for are black trying to find work. <laughs> you bragging about not having a place for them in your huge ass studio that could hold ABC, NBC, and whatever Fox used to be. Yeah, I, I that that to me fucking sucks. It, it's not cool. It's not good. And I really don't appreciate people big up in him and saying he can do what he want to do. Because if Colin Kaepernick was out here doing what the fuck he wanted to do instead of standing up for rights and giving a voice to underprivileged people and making donations to organizations to big them up despite his situation with the NFL, he wouldn't be the person that he is to us now. So then you could he he could absolutely be Antonio Brown out this bitch, and he's not being that. It reminds me of when, uh, you know, when Jay Z said, "I don't write," and then everybody was like, "I don't write," and I'm like, "Now nah, some of y'all need to dog," <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and again, it was the funny thing about that is because Jay Z basically said, "I don't write stuff." What well, he basically was, "I don't write stuff down." Down. Like, 
Like, he's writing all in my just, head, and I have he's like writing memory. in his head. Like you see him doing I it, he my verses with he does my it. He be like, no, I don't like that word. I take it out, go back. Like that's he has a good. Like, but y'all be like, oh man, I don't, I don't write my stuff either. So it's like when you sit there, you be like, I don't. He like, I don't have a writer's room. And it's like, but nigga, like the stuff you write is horrible. Like the shows you got on own are horrible. On BET like, are horrible. Not, and stolen. Like not even not even fun like not even literally like so horrible is funny. <laughs> like it's just extreme and off the day, like you know, like watching a bad soap opera. Not but not just, but he steals ideas too. Sisters and um and, and that other show he got on BET, a uh, oval or uh, oval or whatever, he stole from Shonda Rhimes, and the other one he stole from, uh, was it Mar Brock, Brock Ali, and uh, uh, um... It's called Sisters, right? What's it called? I, the, I, I forget. I think it's called it's Sisters. And now he got another show coming out called Bruh. He stole Bruh. Girlfriends, Hold and up. he stole... It sisters? It, it's, it might not be called Sisters. I call it Sisters. No, it is. It's Sisters something. Is it Sisters? Either way, it's, it's Girlfriends. something, man. The whole opening is Girlfriends. The whole thing. If, if you could literally dub the My Girlfriend song over that shit, and it would fit perfectly. Let me, let me try to figure what like this is. You go look is, at the intro for that. And he got Oval, which is Shonda Rhimes' show from um from ABC. Like, Oh, my bad. I was trying to spell it. I was trying to Oh, uh, Sisters. It. It's, it's not Sisters. Sisters. Yeah, Sisters. With the A-S. It's not even original content from him. It's just shit. A group of single black females from different walks of life who bond over the one common thread. Why am I single? Kelsey so Grammer is, like is not so him at versus all. living single. Yes. Versus- <laughs> he stole two black shows and don't got a black person in the writing room with him. He, di- he didn't even go get um, Alexandra from Living Single to help him write. Like he could have got her. He, okay, we want to steal. I want to steal from girlfriends, and I want to steal from living single. So let me go get Max, and let me go get Tracy Ellis Ross I to help feel me. Like he didn't even do that. Look, here's one of the uh, reviews on uh, IMDb. I can't believe what I saw. That's the title. I, I, damn. Which, this which show is so poorly written. It's hard to review. The production is cheap, and the second scenes are cheaper. I didn't back out of the program. I turned the TV completely off. <laughs> hey, bro, did you see the trailer for the new film on Netflix dropping the 17th? Oh, man. I've been a fan of Mr. Perry shows my whole life, but this is too much to be. His shows used to be tasteful, but now I don't understand yeah. the overuse of nudity and sex scenes in this show. Is it for ratings? Really threw me off. That's a church person. They didn't know what they was getting number, into. Number six, a knockoff of Girlfriends. Uh, this is a boring remake of the show Girlfriends. I couldn't even make it through the first episode because it was boring. Stiff acting, same one-dimensional characters that are just black stereotypes. <laughs> hey, hey, yo, did you see the trailer for the new the new TV show, the new movie on Netflix? He got coming. That's called. You got a movie coming on Netflix. It's coming. It's coming out on Twine. It's Tyler Perry's. It's called Tyler Perry's Fall from Grace. It is about a woman whose name is Grace, and she oh, falls. No. And she falls he into already, prison. Then he already knew that she goes to like, prison. In one of his old movies. Oh, the family he that already prays. Did that. Family that prays. It was the pray family, wasn't it? it was some stupid oh, shit. Oh like yeah. That. Oh, also the pains. Pains. Uh, yes. Uh, also uh, meet the Browns. Like, oh man, he already. Bruh, have go go watch the trailer for this and look at Makai Brooks' wig. He this nigga got a fade. He got like a high top fade from Kid and Play Days. I, I, 
Oh, I am trying to go. I'm going to see what he has written and just go through the movies he has as a writer. All of them. Oh, oh my God. 51. All of them. All right. Yes. Here we go. Oh, yeah. I saw that one. Bruh. Thank you. Bruh. Yeah. Bruh. <laughs> uh, Medea Family Funeral. The Pains. Uh, Nobody's Fool. Tyler Perry's Acrimony. Love Thy Neighbor, which is another show that on the Boo 2. If Loving You is Wrong. I don't even remember. What is that? I remember that. Yeah. Too Close to Home. Oh my God. I saw one like five minute part. Wait, which of one is too close to home? I was flipping. It was, it was one that, uh, is, oh, it's like a bad, uh, soap opera. Is that, wait, is that the one? Which one is the girl with the white girl in the from white Alabama? House? So, like, she country. And she goes yeah. back home? Is that it? Yes. Yes. Nigga, I watched three episodes of this. <sighs> that show is, oh, like, so, that show is terrible. Like, they fuck in a goddamn oh, Mack truck. That's how bad that it show is. It is so. It is so bad. And there are no black people in that show, y'all. That is a white show. That is a trailer park trash white show. so bad. White, look, look. That show so bad that white people could have called reverse racism. I'd have been on their side. But he even cast, he (laughs) even. That's how bad that show was. (laughs) Yo, Twan, if you saw the episode, he even cast a white dude that looks like the Grey Poupon guy. Like, that, like, he, he cast a big muscular white dude with long golden hair and a beard. It's the black version of every light skinned nigga he cast in a movie. He just found a white version. Look, yeah. If if y'all want to know anything else about Tyler Perry, he wrote the scene that Noah got thrown out of that car. Bruh. That we still don't know. <laughs> we still don't know what He wrote the Malik Yoba tears. Justice for Noah. <laughs> we don't know. He wrote that scene, y'all. <laughs> no writer's room. <laughs> Nobody else in the room with him. Like every he, bad thing you've ever seen. He wrote in that whole thing. film. He wrote Shamar Moore's cornrows. Like he wrote <laughs> them. Nigga. He wrote them, bro. Oh, you re- you remember his first couple of movies where it was like you knew you already knew you were like all right, cool. This dark skinned nigga is about to be the bad guy, and then this light skinned nigga is about to be the savior. He wrote that nigga almost drowning in the tub after he got paralyzed and hurt, and she just left him in there. And he he looked like a damn guppy. He wrote that scene. <laughs> it, it's it's. <sighs> oh, the dark skinned dude is always the bad guy in his movies, Bruh. No, look at that. Was it uh uh? But was it what's what's that dude name? Who? Uh, that was in um. It ain't Idris because he ain't working with that nigga ever again. No, the uh, the one the, was it was it uh, oh that Richard T. Jones dude, the dude that was married to Jill Scott, and why'd I get married? Oh, um, I thought that dude was. Oh, you're talking about the evil one, the one from the woods. Yeah, I told you, the dark, the dark people always yeah, yeah, evil. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is the dark brothers always evil? I'm about to movies. say because the good brother that she ends up marrying again, he's from Virginia, I think. I think my dad knows his one of his uncles or something, because my dad was like, "You know that this this actor, black actor, out there, so and so." I said, "The one in the Tyler Perry movie." He said, "Yeah, him. He, I, he, his one of his uncles in my club. He come to visit sometimes." <laughs> I said, "Good lord." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, there is not a good movie, and the, and the funny thing is, I I watched the plays with my family. I love the plays, right? And I remember they're uh, fun. 
and me and my even uh, my uh, our friend Tanae, she liked the place too. I remember when he came out his first movie, we went to see it, and he came out his second movie, we went to see it, and then we never saw another one again. Why would you keep paying <laughs> to go see that shit? Because it was like it just like the the like I said again, it's different mediums, right? He does right. So stuff stuff that works that you could do on the stage or that works when you got like that live audience laughing that or interacting with you, you, you could play it like that stuff. You can't do that on in a movie. You He doesn't know how to edit film. It's different. It's different. You can have a three hour play where you have characters legit just act out their scenes in front of you and around each other, dropping jokes and whatnot, riffing. He tries to do that in films, but he doesn't know how to edit. He also does not know how to write comedy for films. So all of his shit is bad. If you ever just are, if you want to see a terrible scene, a terrible back and forth dozen scene, go watch uh, Medea Boo. I think the first one, it might be the second one, but I think it's the first one. There is a scene where Tyler Perry is arguing with Tyler Perry and somebody else is there, and, there, and it's Medea riffing on her brother, right? It is the jokes. The whole scene is fucking awful. But he and he wrote all them jokes. Remember that every terrible joke you hear from Tyler Perry, he wrote them. It, it's just like I, there's I no like reason you can go for find this. this scene. <laughs> if if I could play it now. Oh my god! Let me see if I can find it because I watched I watched about ten minutes on Hulu and Ashley was like, "Why are you still watching this shit? It's not funny." I was like, "Because I want to see how long they're gonna do this." The end, and he wrote the longest, most unnecessary. How many does he have? Any other Halloween films? Because I feel like he did a zombie film. No, he too. did Boo Two. It's Boo One and Boo Two. I think there's only two. Medea Boo Two. Funny mo they got something to talk about fucking funny moments. The whole opening of that movie is just bad. And uh, and the dude from um is that close to home or whatever? He's in Medea uh, Halloween. That white dude is in that. At least he used the same white people. That's right, man. Giving his jobs to these struggling white folks. It was weird. We were at um we because I went to see um uh, like a boss <laughs> this week that wow um yeah so i went to see that and we were having a time we were having a conversation just about tyler perry afterwards and the conversation that we're having now i had with a, a couple of other black critics and i started breaking down and they were like damn tyler perry did do that shit he did do that too and i just kept breaking it down and i was like and they were like i didn't realize it, it went that deep and i'm like I could talk, I could go, I could go in this with y'all all day. They, that's how annoying it is to watch they him know, do they, it. They didn't know the extent of, of, of his Tylerisms. <laughs> yes. They, they didn't understand. They, they really didn't know how deep it got with him because they don't put that much attention into the films. Cause they're, they're always, they've always been bad, but it goes beyond just the films, right? It's just everything he does at this point. Medea's witness protection program. Like, what the fuck? Is that the one with um uh uh dude that used to be an American Pie? Wow! Now, now oh, the on, father. Shit's creek. You mean the father? Eugene Levy. Yeah, Gene Levy. Yeah, Eugene Levy. This is that's sad. Wasn't he in that one? Yes, he is. I mean, Eugene Levy is in a bunch of bad stuff though. So 
Yeah, he be acting. He's like Sam Jackson. If a movie come around, he just be in that shit. He don't care. Yeah, yeah. the shit's creep with him and his Which two children are is hilarious. I hear people talking about that show. No, I no don't watch know the show. I watched the show multiple times. Shit's Creek is 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 hilarious. All right, bet. And it's like so. That's it's good to know. It's based so is it is written by I think him and his son. So okay. uh, so he plays a dad, and his son is uh his, his son is is playing his son. No, oh, um, right. his son David, and then his uh his daughter is also in the um in the show playing another character. But like that, that whole like, just go watch it. I think it's on it's on Netflix, it's on Hulu. Like, and they're about. I think they're about to do the final season. Uh, here we go. I think I found one of the scenes. It's, it's them riding a car, going back and forth. Let me see how this. If this is it. Yeah, hear him get over there for all that good good is gone. Joe, shut your mouth. We going. I'm gonna knock you in your throat. Did you see that? See what? Did you see that? See what, girl? What? What? That little girl. I just seen a little look, girl. Look, look, look. You blowing my high. You better shut the hell up, okay? Girl, don't nobody see no little girl. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't take it. I'm sorry. That just that he wrote that. He wrote that whole scene. I love it. I love the. I love the. What? 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 You blowing my high? Hold up, hold up. Since I couldn't see that, did they jump to different looking at like frames of looking at people's faces? Of course. Is that okay? Hold up. See if, if as me as a as as a person who does nothing about film, if I know what you did <laughs> with the camera, <laughs> it's like. That's a that's a bad sign. But he does it all the time. Like it's all it's it's again, it's the Sam Raimi Spider Man scream scenes. Like that's <laughs> that's all it is. It's, it's terrible. Like it's just bad commentary. We're not going home. How you know this ain't the way home? Maybe this ain't the way to the house. No, we ain't going home. We going up that uh, Lake Derrick to look after that little girl. What? Yeah, you please. Yes, we are. What the hell are we going up there for? Medea, why? So we can go get that girl. What? Yes, we going to get her. What the hell? Mabel. She shouldn't have lied to her daddy. She might be up there in trouble or something. Look here. Her daddy didn't care if she was going. I don't give a damn if she going. Put this chick in reverse. Let's go back to the house. Joe, shut your mouth. We going. Mabel, people got dead up there for real. This ain't like that last time we was playing around. That man named Darren, maybe he killed all them children up there for trespassing on his land. We can't go up there. He don't forget him. About Mr. Wilson. You know Mr. Wilson up there done killed all them children. He dangerous. I sure hope Wilson did that so he can take your ass away. Hattie, shut up. They don't Wilson up there. They were playing around with you. Right. And why you gotta sit so damn close to me? But you let me out this thing go right now and I mean it. You sure you wanna get out right now? They had to memorize these lines. And they uh, nothing was saying. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> nothing, I have no clue what's going on right now. Like, one of the first things you learn, I, I think one of the first things you probably learn in film school is that you write a scene for a reason. There is a purpose. There is... Tyler Perry films are full of dialogue that has no significance yeah. 
whatsoever or purpose. It doesn't yeah. frame anything. It doesn't pr- it doesn't push the story plot forward. It's just filler dialogue. It is it's him trying to write a funny scene and in his head it's the funniest shit ever, but on paper acted out by actual people, two of the people being him. It is atrocious to sit through. It- if you don't know what we're talking about by how every shit means something, if you go watch a good movie, now this is not every movie, but if you go watch a good movie, that's the, and you watch the whole movie, right? That second time you rewatch it, shit be popping out to you because you already know what the story is. So now you're not experiencing it. You already know what the story is and you start seeing, man, this director was telling me this story, the whole damn movie, like, like the whole movie, they were telling me what's about to happen. They were foreshadowing stuff. They were showing me things. Doing it. Why would you waste time writing dialogue for a scene that has no purpose, or writing dialogue that has no purpose in a scene that you then have to go hire and pay a person to shoot, to pay actors to act out and memorize? There's no motivation for a line that has no purpose. So why is it in uh, your film? What's that junk that come on? I think it's like Vanity Fair when they do like notes from a scene. Yo, when they do and that they for had, the and they had a director sit there and like break down, and you get to see how every single thing is intentional. Dog, have you seen? Have you seen the um the That's shit awesome. on the shit that. on Facebook where they they played the actual scene and they scroll through the script at the same time? Oh yeah, yeah. When Windows? they show you, the, yeah, and they show you like the screen, like they show you the scene act out, and then they show and then they show you the uh, the screenwriter jump. Yes, have you and seen you, the one for the Dark Knight? Like some of the, have you yeah. seen the one for Heath Ledger's lines? Yes. Bruh. That shit is... I gotta like, look. Through. Where is this? I'm gonna watch this tonight. This I see him randomly on Facebook. I, do, I forget what it's called. I follow now, the group. I'll see if I can find it for you. Now, you two, I think you can look up notes. I think you look up notes for a scene. Because one of the first ones I saw was like when they were... Um, I first saw about it when um, when Ryan Coogler was breaking down the fight scene in Black Panther. Yes, I oh, remember shit. that. And, I remember and, and then, that. I, then, I, then I just started oh, watching. Oh, I see you now. I just started watching. Yeah. I just started watching more of them. Hey, yo, Twan, and, was that was that the one? Ryan oh, Coogler was like, was that the one? Ryan Coogler was like the whole reason that uh, Denai takes her wig off is because she disgusted yes. with having to wear that shit on her head, and then she that's why yeah. he throws it in the guy's face. Yeah, yeah. When he was talking about like I that had. Shit was incredible. He was like, their outfits are the color of the African flag. Yeah, oh, yeah. red, black, green. Damn. Yeah, he was like, Damn. he was like. How we did, like, how a lot of this is one shot because we picked up the thing. We, you know, we had the camera mm-hmm. in and we lifted it up to the second story and how they were doing the stunts and jumping all like, like, and then how we made the stunts work so we can see, so you can know that even while we're filming here, there's still a fight going on in the background and waiting for the camera to come back around. He even said they, they, you know? everybody has a different fighting style based on their actual character style. Cause he was like, yeah. um, Lapita's character is more like a, um, uh, like, like a double O agent. So her fighting style is like more finessed, more like quick hits, get in, get out. Like, uh, um, and, uh, uh Koye's fighting style, she's a warrior. So she's like stronger. She's more brash Dude, and she does wider fights. Foot. Like he explained all of that in the scene and I you can this. see I'm it play out. That shit tonight. No, no for a scene has so much stuff and you would sit there and have a whole new level because I know they, they it's for directors I've seen a couple for um where people will break down stunts I've seen some where where people break down like the costumes mm-hmm. 
But I gotta find the screen, awesome. the screen scrolling one because the scenes where Heath Ledger, where they do j- his Joker scenes, and you can see how yeah, the script was written. That, please, send that to me. It, it's it's phenomenal because I saw one that they did for um, Booksmart, the scene where they argue at the party, which she calls Mala- Mahala. That like you see every every facial gesture, right? Um, every sigh. All of that shit is in the script. That that's not just the actors yeah. adding their own thing to it. That shit was actually written in the script. Yeah, a couple like there's a couple places where you like you'll see they change like a word or something yeah. to just make it fit them. Mm-hmm. But like it's like everything that you see coming up there. He looks to the left. He leans his shoulder, kind of look up. <laughs> like, like all that shit. Like she sighs with discomfort and like you see all of that in the actual actor. So it's not just that they memorized lines and then found their way to present them. They, it, 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 they really, they really have to get into these characters to get into these scenes, to give us these good portrayals and these great performances. So when you see a scene like this in a fucking film with Tyler Perry, there is no motivation. There is no real portrayal. There is nothing here but bad comedy, bad dialogue, and wasted space, wasted camera time. It's unnecessary. If he'd actually sat down, if he actually sat down and wrote a film that served a legit purpose in every scene, then it works. I would rather watch a 60 minute film where every scene matters didn't watch a two and a half hour movie that is a bunch of fucking Kool-Aid sugar filler. Like, what the hell am I sitting here for? And that's like, that, again, I went to see Like a Boss and that's what Like a Boss felt like. A bunch of attempts Dude. at some terrible goddamn jokes that they then created a story around. They were like, it, it, to, to me, it's kind of like if a rapper had a bunch of punchlines and then tried to write a song around the punchlines instead of writing a song that just happens to have punchlines in it. No, I there's nothing that looks in, in anything about that movie look good. It's so, it's the first no, and, it's the first film I've seen where I think it actually would benefit from a laugh track. That's how bad the jokes fail. <laughs> Jesus, no, there's because like because when you get in this point of January, like I'm literally watching movies because I'm bored. Mm-hmm. Because I already go in there knowing that January, February, I'm not going to see anything good. You know what comes out this month, right? In like two weeks. What? Bad Boys 3. Yes. And I'm not expecting it to be good at all. You know how many niggas think I'm that shit is about to be phenomenal? I'm going to see it, but I ain't expecting it to be good at all. Oh, absolutely. But you know how many people think that shit is going to be great? No, no. I Look, I always tell people, like, look at what if a movie comes out in January, February, is not going to be good. Now, there are exceptions. Marvel. There are exceptions. Marvel, exactly. Rule. Marvel. <laughs> Straight up. I think Marvel. I think Marvel will be dropping two or three a yeah. year, and they got to think somewhere. I think Quiet Place came out in January. Mm-hmm. Black Panther um, came out in February. I'm not going to, I'm not going to. Like I know I'm about to go see 1917, but 1917 that's already been out. They already won awards. No, 1917 is good. No, I'm going to see 1917. Yeah, they, like, actually, said, they already won awards. Once once yeah, I saw like some of the see it for the whole technical process. If you can see that one. shit, if you can so, see it in IMAX, go see it in IMAX. It's worth it. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. Like, so for IMAX. like that that part. Uh, man, I'm trying to think of some other movies recently that came out like January, February. Because, like, January, February would have some enticing-ass, like, trailers. <laughs> mm. 
And I'd be like, that trailer trailer would look good. And I'd be like, coming out January 24th. I'd be like, nope. Proud Mary came out. Almost had you. Had us in the first (laughs) half. You almost had me. What's the name? Taraji's films. Taraji's films usually come out at the Uh, end of the year. Proud Mary came out like 2018 in in January. Last year, she had What Men Want. That shit was terrible. Like, there's certain films. came out January last year. Oh, my God. Um, I'll oh, see, man. You can't even do this because it's be so many badass. Bad Maybe I gotta put now. I gotta look up major theater releases. No, you don't even have to do that. Just go to Wikipedia and put 2019 films. They put them in order. I use it all the time to remember what films oh, I saw okay. that year. <laughs> yeah, Wikipedia is definitely the best way. Same thing with albums and stuff. They'll just list them uh, by release date. Yep. Chronological. All right, here we go. Yeah. 2019, 2019 in film. All right, Avengers Endgame made the most. You're at shit. the top. Right. You want to scroll down, scroll down, and they'll have them like awards, release festivals, awards, awards, awards. Bollywood, oh, list of films. Here we go. List of American films, non Argentinian films. Okay. Uh, let's see. January two thousand Escape Room. <laughs> I think I watched that. Nigga. I enjoyed it. It wasn't necessarily good, Nigga. but it was something to do that if day. If you don't stop, uh, it was like I said, it was something to do that day. Uh, let's see, bro, a dog's way home. <laughs> you know how much money <laughs> those films hey, make? That's all. You say no more. The defense, right? But but listen, uh, do you know how much money us? those films make? Those films make a shitload of money. A dog's purpose, a dog's way home. Yeah, no, they so much terrible. fucking Dude, money. They so bad, but they be doing, like they had a sequel to one of them. Bro, when she got a new dog, Glass came this, out. Glass came yeah, out Glass, January 18th. Oh, God, Glass is such a disappointment. Not a good Miss Bala. Do y'all remember Miss Bala? That Nigga, was that no, came in. That's the one with uh, it was Gina Torres. No, Gina Rodriguez. Gina Rodriguez, yes. Uh, now I will say The Kid Who Would Be King is a good movie. I'm sure it is. I enjoyed, I enjoyed the, that. Shit, that the trailer for that looked atrocious. It's a, it's a really underrated it's a bit be- like when you watch it it's a better movie it's a great little family movie but it's a better movie than you think it is yeah i, I saw it and i was like there's absolutely no fucking way i'm gonna watch this movie oh, i yeah. remember thinking that when i saw the trailer also hey twine you want you want to play a game check this one out go look up all of liam neeson's last films they all come out January, all, all of them all oh, of them. What, was that? what was the one he had he was on the train um, um nonstop. yes yes i think yes january film cold pursuit february film the, even the gray came out in like January, February, if I'm not mistaken. Damn, yeah. Hell, last year, uh, uh, Tyler Perry's Badia family, uh, <laughs> family funeral came out of the bar. Bruh. See, out, out of all this junk, the only movies that, that were good were How to Train Your Dragon that came out of February. That was good. Mm-hmm. And they, and, and again, they know that How to Train Your Dragon, we're going to get people to do it, we're going to get people to see it, and we're not going to have to battle with the shit that's coming out during the summer. Nope. Like they were very strategic. Um, happy Death Day to you, great little film. I like well, those you films. Know. Yeah, I like the Happy Death um, Day films. Then we got to see What Men Want that came out <laughs> in February. I'm about to go back to uh, 2018. I'm trying to get because because last year was weird because with the, with the Marvel movies coming out, mm-hmm. like everybody was moving their shit around. Let's see with 2018. Can't find you had the niggas pressed. Yeah, so like everybody was moving around before, like before Avengers, Avengers, and all that stuff. But they always do that mess. 
Let's see. Uh, Taken three. Uh, Insidious, the last key, nigga. <laughs> Which you know what? Insidious is the last key. wasn't a terrible horror film, but it wasn't a good horror film. Um, it, it really wasn't that good. Proud Mary. No, <laughs> not a good movie. Your your uh your movie. Uh, let's see. Also, Mike said nonstop. That's the one on the plane. We were talking about Commuter, which was the one on Jesus the train. Jesus Christ, oh, man. How many <laughs> transit movies is this nigga making? <laughs> oh, he making, he, he making movies like uh, Wesley Sipes did in the 90s. Bruh, nonstop. <laughs> Yo, nonstop. January. Taking three. January. Run all night. March. The Commuter. January. Cold Pursuit. Oh, oh, Q1 movies. Trash, oh, man. man. Oh, uh, Dinner Thieves with uh, Gerard Butler. 50 Cent came out to us nope. in January. Nope. Gerard Butler and Curtis 50 Cent Jackson? Yeah. Now, wow. this was this was this was I'm gonna say this one because Brandon is gonna because if if he looks up himself he's gonna put it out, and I will say this one is the worst out of the series. But yeah, the third Maze Runner came out Nigga. January 2018. Yeah, I did not go see that. I'm smart as look. Man. No, no, I was saying that you were going to look on this list oh, and bring that up. If I were to go over it. Trash, sir, sir, trash. You should be uh, able to go to um. Well, I don't know. They changed the site now. Box Office Mojo probably had. January releases for the last 10 years. Kick, kickboxer. I didn't know they were still Sir. making kickboxers. Wait, Wait is it John a Claude Van Damme still kickboxing? He only did yeah, one of the kickboxers. He ain't films. in it, but <laughs> he did Bro, the first I mean, one. If he was in it, I would watch it, honestly. No, uh, John Claude Paradox one. on Netflix came out. Uh, Peter Rabbit. <sighs> 50 Shades Freed. Uh, uh, oh my God. Oh man. The only thing that was good in February was Black Panther how in 2018. There, how is there not a list of the best January films <laughs> in the last game? Team? Game Night came out. Game Night was actually pretty game good. Game Night was funny fun. as shit. I watched that on a plane once. Annihilation was weird. My girl was like, the book is better. The soundtrack was fire, though. Yeah, it is. Like, the score is really good. Oh, I'm not a Red super Sparrow, fan of which was like every other. Because there is something about, like, let's get us a white woman and make her a spy. How about this? How about we they made five of them movies? How about this though? How about we have a, a woman? How about we have a film with a white woman being a spy and she doesn't get raped in it to train her to be a spy? How about that? Oh no, we can't have that, man. That's how. How, how else do work. you think yeah, they become a, a spy, sir? Like, like what else is supposed to happen? They don't choose this, man. Bro, a mo- you know a movie I still want to watch, and we might have to watch on disaster movies is the Hurricane Heist. Because <laughs> the what I remember going. I'm sorry, never- are they trying to steal a hurricane? What is this movie? No, you never seen the Hurricane? The trailer for the Hurricane Heist? No, no. dude. No, I, what is this? I went to the movie theater, and they would play this trailer, and it looked like if you know how you see trailers, right? It looked like somebody went in there, cut the film, spliced their trailer in. Reckless <laughs> 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 job. No, nope. yeah, right now both of y'all go when you get off the show. Hurricane Heist. You know Google what? Shit. Put it in my Google search right now. <laughs> it's like somebody trying to steal something. Then, then a hurricane came, and they but they're still trying to steal shit. It's the yo. This is how bad January release films get. Slash Films did a um an article a couple of years ago called they did it in 2015. It is the 35 or oh, the best the 15 best January movie releases of the last 35 years. This isn't the list I'm about to read. This is quote, 
I considered make this. These are 15 films I considered while making the list, but simply didn't make the cut because they weren't good enough or haven't become classic enough. Nigga. These are some of the films that did not make the cut. Notorious. Torque. A Walk to Remember. Orange it's County. All, it's all bad movies. She's all that. Tales from the, from the Crypt. Demon Knight. What? I ain't no tell from the crib had movies. I didn't either. But nigga, Torque? Torque. The one with the nigga, the one where he went so fast on a motorcycle that time stopped and he jumped dimension. <laughs> wait, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm exaggerating. That's what happened in the movie? No, I'm exaggerating, but he definitely got oh, on a okay. motorcycle. I was like, I would yeah, watch it was, that. Uh, was okay. um, oh, who is it? Who is that dude in that? I, I don't know who that sure was. I couldn't tell you. I remember when it came out, but I don't know. Oh, it was the was. black dude that we thought was going to be in everything. Derek Luke? Yes. Oh, is Derek Luke in Ah, uh, I think he's in Torque. I thought he was I in Biker Boys. Oh, no, what? You shit. might be, you know what? You might yeah, be talking about right. You might be right, man. No, I, I can see why you're getting confused. Biker Boys and Torque came out around the same time. <laughs> Hold up. Let me, I'm going to, you keep the name of this. I'm going to see who's in Torque. <laughs> no, but <laughs> I'm Torque, already ahead of you. I think, I think right Ice Cube now. is in Torque. Adam Scott. Martin Henderson, Ice Cube, yeah, Jamie Presley, Jay Hernandez, Fredro yeah. Starr, shout out to him, and Nigga. Christina Milian. That Yo, doesn't sound right. He in torque. He gets on a motorcycle that goes like 250 miles an hour, and he puts it at top speed, my nigga. And he lives like he does it, and everything blurs around him. It's so bad. It's currently holding at 23 percent on Rotten Tomatoes, but a strong 4.1 out of 10 on IMDb. <laughs> a strong, a strong. 4.1. Strong 4.1. Which is lower than Hurricane Heist, which has a 5 point something. Nigga. 5.1 on IMDb and a 45% on Rotten Tomatoes. Notorious, though, bro. Notorious is not a good film. It's not a good biopic. It's not a good film. It's not a good biggie video. Yeah, but Anthony Mackie Fuck. Sir. <laughs> That's how bad January films are. When Torque is on your list. But it didn't make it because it's not classic enough. Wow. I want to know what made it. <laughs> oh, what made it onto the list? He actually put good films on the list. Some films that didn't hold up over time. Some films that are overrated. So let's see, what did make it? Um, Hostile. I'm not a fan of Hostile, but I can see why people might want to Hostile got on my nerves, Hostel had too like, much. I was an anointing director. Too much fun. I was in, looking dog. Forward to Hostel, and I was like, "It was what a soft porn." If I remember correctly, Hostel was more of a soft porn than anything else. Um, like the original Eli Roth is an annoying director. Oh, oh, absolutely. Um, the original Leprechaun with Jennifer Aniston before we, she was somebody. Jennifer Aniston is in Leprechaun. Yo, go back and watch. She's the girl he's chasing, Holy the princess shit. girl. Yes, she's absolutely <laughs> in the amazing. first Leprechaun film. Um, Higher Learning, which is the film I was talking about, I think is overrated as fuck. But Higher Learning is overrated. Higher like, Learning. <laughs> Um, when Ice Cube and Buster are kicking knowledge to you from the couch, no, and they and they grad they've been graduates for like eight years, no. <laughs> Smoking Aces, which is a film that did not hold up well over time, it was a oh, was, that the one with Common and Alicia Keys, yes. Ooh, Smoking Aces is a Quentin Tarantino film that's not is a Quentin Jeremy Tarantino Piven film. in it? Probably, yes, he is. I think he's the guy they're yeah. trying to kill. He might be. He might be Aces. I think so too. I feel like I've seen this movie. Yeah, but I yeah, don't it was a bunch. It was a bunch of uh, uh what like hitmen trying to yes. kill the yeah. same guy. Yep. Okay. Um. Yeah. Juice, which is a classic. Yeah. 
great expectations. Um, it's but a it's terrible like, book. Fuck that book. But this is actually like Man, a modern version. It's it. it's a modern take on Great Expectations. So yeah, that's still fuck that book. Fuck Charles Dickens in general. True. Uh, Cloverfield, which is still a great film, uh, in my opinion. Great Expectations is the only book report book I didn't actually read because I started and I was like, "Man, nah, fuck this." It was the best of times. And I read the, the Cliff Notes. Well, that's the Tale of Two Cities. The only one. The best of times. It was the worst of times. It was cold outside. It was no. That's outside. Tale of Two Cities. That's what I'm, that's what I just said. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, <that's>, uh, <laughs> My don't bad. don't be a menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. I'll let y'all have classic. that. Classic. Uh, Scanners, which actually is a classic. Alive, which is a classic. What is alive? It's the where the plane crashes and they try to um stay alive. Oh, they gotta eat themselves. Yeah, That's or eat each other rather. Is it what? It's, uh, it's, nah, it's about crashes in the mountains. It's cold as shit. They gotta eat people to live. That's pretty much it. Yeah, uh, about a plane. Donner party, but in a plane. Let's see. Uh, matinee. I don't know what the fuck that is. But John Goodman is in it. Fat John Goodman. So, uh, Tremors, which is a classic. I don't care what nobody say. The first Tremors. All Tremors are great. <laughs> Tremors is fun. first Tremors is amazing. Second Tremors when the bitches are walking and crawling is even better, sir. Um, from Dust Till Dawn, which actually is a classic in my opinion. That movie makes no sense, but it's great. It's just entertaining. I don't know what Broadway Danny Rose is, so y'all can have that. And I don't know what Before Sunrise is, so y'all can have that. I don't know what those ones are. I'm not that white. Oh my god, did Sucker Punch come out in January? Please tell me Sucker Punch Barf. came out in January. Hell, when did Watchmen come out? When did Sucker Punch come out? Sucker Punch came out in March. Damn it. Late March, too. Yeah, look, the first the first quarter is always it's a rough quarter for movies. It's getting better. Like March they're like, is y'all, stronger they're like it's cold outside. Y'all ain't about to come to these movies. <laughs> it's like, Yo, the budget yeah, for Sucker Punch was eighty two million dollars. It made ninety million. Wow. You love to see it. And Zack Snyder got to continue to do work after that. Eight million dollar profit. They're like, come on back, guy. You do great things for us. We gave you a shitload of money and we gave you a shitload of money to make an action film that used all the slow motion available at the time, and you, you made $8 million in profit. Great job. See you for Man of Steel, sir. Hey, man, he earned it, you know? Sir. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's interesting, though, because you have a lot of directors. I, I wanted to see, I looked up who directed Like a Boss, because I was like, how the fuck did this movie get made? The person who wrote it is not a known writer from what I could see. This is like one of the, it's a right. It's an actor who decided to become a writer and it shows the director has actually has directed films that I wouldn't necessarily say are great, but they've made a lot of money with very small budgets. So you get to direct January films now. And Marvel is the only group that came in and started to shake the game up. Like Deadpool also got in on that action. I think John Wick came out in the beginning of the year. Oh, nice. That's some solid contenders. I think it did. Well, the first one actually came out in October. So I'm actually wrong. It did not. October is a slow month, though. So that was smart. You can get a lot of fucking attention in October. Yeah, and then they start moving to the summertime. God, John Wick films cost $40 million. The second one cost $40 million to make. That's amazing. 
the amount of shit efficiency that you baby films that when you care hey don't if you if you know what you're doing what type of movie you're making you don't waste opportunity absolutely not and john wick films do not waste opportunity not that this has anything to do with wasted opportunity or small budgets because i don't think that's really applicable in either case but have y'all seen the trailers for uh tenant the new nolan movie i didn't watch the trailer for it because it's nolan and i'm gonna watch it regardless I don't need to see yeah, the trailer. trailer is fucking fire. Also, John David Washington sounds just like his dad. Oh, absolutely. All through Ballers. Crazy. He sounds like a ratchet version of Denzel. All through Ballers. Dude, it's that trailer looks tight as fuck. It's like some time travel shit going on. And it's Nolan. I would, I would love to have a Nolan film group. We just watch his films and analyze them from beginning I to mean, end. Like we have the power. <laughs> I'm not we saying we don't. We can start with Memento and then fucking grow like Listen, cruise through these joints. I, this is in, this is something I've been wanting to do for a while. Like Memento is the first movie that ever really truly blew my mind. If if y'all niggas, I didn't even realize really, it was his movie until recently. If y'all niggas are really go look at his list of films, they're all stellar films. But um, oh no, I believe it. There was one movie I saw of his. I can't remember what it's called. I think it was his second movie he did. The one that was all like black and white. That's not Pi. He didn't do a Pi, did he? I don't think he did. No, I thought Pi was uh, the other weird I'm dude. I'm joking. I, I know he didn't do Pi. <laughs> I've never uh, seen Pi either. Maybe it wasn't all in black and white. Maybe it was just maybe the trailer. The dude that did Pi, what's his name? He did uh, Eraserhead too, I think. That makes sense. It's not David Fincher, oh, is it? You thought it. Is that Fincher? Oh, is it? Um, so, it's not Soderbergh. Soderberg. It's Darren Aronofsky that did Pi. Oh, that makes mind. sense. I was thinking of something else. Yeah, again, I haven't seen Pi, so I'm Darren Aronofsky did uh, Reckon. Yeah, Racerhead. Yeah, Racerhead was David Lynch. So, um, yeah. let's see. Following, I've never seen. Memento, I've seen. Insomnia. The I've following. Seen. That's the one. I've, that's the one. See, I've never seen that's the following. I've seen Insomnia though. Like I've seen everything else on his list. Interstellar is still one of my favorite science films. I don't care what anybody says. I love Interstellar. But I'm, I'm. If y'all are legit down, I've been wanting to do a like deep dive into certain films, discussions like films that are just out there that have a bunch of shit going on in them that I don't that are like just fun to talk about and break like try to break down. Like you could have you could have discussions for days about Christopher Nolan films because there's so much fucking shit going on in them. Like from actor develop from character development to story plot flesh out to the ideas that he plays around with. People have had whole ass debates about about why Interstellar is a good film and why it's a terrible film. Yeah. I think the following is all black and white. Yeah. But you got like Tenant. And Christopher Nolan is the only one. There are a lot of sci fi films that like would be great for discussion. Just 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 I mean, because they're out there. They are fucking Christopher Nolan did there. one of my favorite movies, which is The Prestige. Which I, I still have never seen The Prestige, bro. I, I can watch Prestige every time it comes on. I had The Prestige on DVD and never watched it. What is wrong with you, sir? I don't know. I do not know. I never watched it. I don't know why I never watched it either. I just, I just didn't. I think y'all talked about it so much that I was like, you know what? It's just good. I don't even need to see it. It's just, it's just good. Added to my list of great films.
I gotta. I, I should. I really should sit down and try to do a list of my favorite directors, but that would be so hard because I would have to go. I'm not prepared for that. So many fucking films. No, that take. That take I was actually a making time. a list of my favorite uh, slash who I think are the best fifty producers in hip hop history, and that shit is stressing me Mm-mm. out. Also, nope, not doing it. Too much work. I think Mike Will might be the best producer overall of the last decade, though. I know. I take Keith. Controversial opinion. Take Keith. About to get added Mike, to my list. Mike Will has sneakily done so many of my favorite hits. He's done so much shit, dude. No, I like, think it might was the dog eye of the 2010s. And I, and I think because he does so mm. much, that some, like some of the stuff he does too is still trash. Sure, <laughs> but, and he doesn't put his tag on everything either, so you don't but, always know yeah, if it's him making but this stuff. He'll do other stuff and he'll be like, this was produced by Mike Will. I'm like, nigga, for, for real? He did it you for did check. Right. He produced it for checks. Like, he gave Molly all them beats. Yeah, but he also got shit on, like, he has two beats on two of the best songs on the only hip-hop album to ever win a Pulitzer Surprise. Mm-hmm. Bro, I'll tell you this. Um, I I just started, like, for this year, the way I yeah, wanted to do shit, music. All right. shit, like, I wanted to be so like, much. I wanted to be more like caught up on what the new popping songs are or whatever, right? I sound old as fuck now. There's some good ones, man. I know what the, the youths are listening <laughs> ah, to. What is the, the what is always Some dude with three letters, like a three-letter acronym yeah, right. or a, a different little. That's what's Brandon, that. Brandon's out here like, what is this trip? They what are you about Shada Flow? What are you? NLE Choppa and Blueface? What are you youths doing? So I just watched the... I just I just pulled up uh, Apple, and I just played the hot tracks. I just let it run through the songs. Yo, I don't think it's a bad song in here. Yeah, them shits be going, man. These little kids got some joints. I was, but it's like people like like that yummy by Justin Bieber. It the, the lyrics I've are not heard stupid. This song. It sounds stupid as shit, though. Yo, but the beat go like it don't matter because the of beat course, go. Of course. It was. The beat always good because I I'll stay on like uh on rap caviar. Beat just, <laughs> just go. going through and be like <laughs> right. and, and listen to stuff and be like that beat is fire and then the person comes on I'd be like oh my god stop talking oh, stop talking over the beat stop talking over the beat sir get off the get off the beat bro fair warning <laughs> this uh this, this the lyrics of this song are terrible. Yeah, you got that yummy, yum, that yummy, yum, that yummy, yummy. Yeah, you got that yummy, yum, that yummy, yum, that yummy, Nigga, nigga got beats. I can't even. I can't even be mad at that shit. I was like, "Yo, that yummy shit is kind of good." Fucking Justin Bieber was like, "Y'all gonna give me some dope ass beats? Y'all gonna have me out here singing again?" God damn it! I don't even know, dude. That uh, like I said, there's some there's some beats up here that like 
And they come on when you in your car, it just hits you right. Like, there's some of this, some of this Roddy Rich junks that I just be like, I don't like joints too. I don't, I don't like like none of these. I don't know what this nigga's talking about, but this beats fire. Right? I don't (laughs) like none of his singing, his rapping (laughs) is mad, but the beats be fire. Brandon, Antoine, actually, do y'all know the song "Shot of Flow"? Oh, have I think I think I've heard it. Shot of Flow. Festival, I do. They play Shutterflow and they play Mo Bamba and the crowd goes fucking nuclear over both of those songs every time. And they'll play them multiple times a day and they turn up every single time. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't yeah. heard Shutterflow, play the remix with Blueface real quick. It's I've, been, I've been in, I've been in a crowd good, when they hard. drop uh, when they drop uh, Mo, Mo Bamba. Bamba. Yeah, and I'd be up there, flow. The I'd be up there looking old and shit right with the use just in there. <laughs> in that league. Nope, I get it. I completely get why they Dude, like it. Yeah, that's I absolutely get no, it. No, 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 I was look. There's sometimes that, and I know this is when I've gotten old because I I can go back to my days of hearing some Yin Gang Twins and you know hearing some shit. You know, John, the little John, come on there. You know, be like Nuck if you buck, come on, something like that, right? So like yeah. I've been in places and I've watched these kids. And it'd, it'd be like, I get that old man tear in my eye. Like, right. like man, I remember those days. Look, boy, at these kids a, look at these kids have a good, y'all enjoy yourselves. Right. I, I, but look at that, all, this, all this black joy. For that song, I get it. Because it's the one, you've got a very simple beat with the keys. And he hitting the keys hard as fuck. And it's a very hard simple fuck. melody. <laughs> but you know what it and is? The, the, it's how he's rapping. Like he's yell the, the way he's rapping sounds like some shit. You and your boys should all be yelling together. Y'all should all know <laughs> yes. the verse and be yelling in unison these words. And that's why that shit works. I get it. I'm not even yeah. like I'm not even confused at why. Like, like that ain't for he me. He can't rap at all, but that song goes, man. I I respect it. I t- I tell you, I listen now, to that obviously fucking. Obviously, um, can't rap either, but I I listen to that fucking Travis Scott. Um, that Jack Boy shit. That he released over Dude, the Christmas break. I'm like, I, yo, Travis Scott beats, bro. One song of it, but I really like the one song I heard. I, I love Don Tolliver. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love, look, first, I liked his song that he had on um, Astro World. Sounded like a, 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 a new age Mark Morrison. Bruh. So it's like, every time I hear him now, like, I love these songs he does. Like, every song that he's, he, I hear, I hear his voice come up there. I'm like, yes, this is what I, this is what I'm here to listen to. Why do we fall at Know it's crazy. I remember yeah, where right. I was driving and what I was <laughs> going to do when I first heard this. Song. Uh, 
Oh, still fucked up. up. Yeah. Still fucked Whatever up. that <laughs> thing he did, too. That's a new effect for Travis. No. I like that, too. That's no. good. Don Tolliver come in. Let Don Tolliver come in. Let that nigga say. <laughs> Let I gotta hear this part. Wait, oh, what it's like a new age bar what was it when i first heard that song when i first heard it what's the song he got on astroworld oh uh, hold on yeah when i first heard him and I was like, I don't know about y'all. I love this voice. <laughs> just ridiculous, like, yo. I love this voice. I just, I, I was on, I was on Twitter and I saw somebody tweet, "This Travis Scott Jack Boys album is trash." And I was like, no, I, don't I don't believe you because I've never heard a trash project from Travis Scott ever, never once. And I went in the first beat played, and I was like, um, first of all, he got Rosalia on this shit. So yeah, I saw that early, and I was like, "Yeah, it's about to be good." And this beat is fire, and it's only seven songs. If all the beats sound like this, I'm completely fine. Man, all them beats knock on that album, all of them. Even if the nigga on the song can't rap, all them beats knock. Yes. He did can't no, say can't say yeah. You can't say that I'm mad at all. Like oh my god, god. Exactly. Yeah. No. my girl was like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" I'm like, "This nigga is amazing." <laughs> Who is this dude? <laughs> I had to look at the thing when I first heard this 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 album because I thought this nigga got Martin Morrison. I was like, nigga, you found you you have returned to Mac. <laughs> you returned to Mac again. <laughs> Mac is back, baby. I was like, Don also like when I saw the Jack Boys come out and I was like, okay, this is all his people. And that first song, that first song, he let you hear all everybody. Everybody comes in like on the in the first like twenty seconds. Like you, you hear you hear Travis start, and then it goes into other people. And I heard Don Tyler. I said, "I'm in." What I just skipped songs to he, what he was in. But you, he got a song. See, the song that with Quavo and Offset is fire. If you know like, what you're doing, and you know what you, you know, if you know what you're doing and you do that shit well, then you can have niggas come in and just have fun, and y'all make music, and then turn it into an album like this, and that shit or not. I don't know. No. I don't get it. I don't get how you can be like. I fuck with Blueface and I fuck with this, but you don't fuck with this Jack Boys album. What the fuck is you talking? What are we? What are we here for? Because I'm here for these beats. And Travis Scott can rap, yeah. but he he brought his yeah. niggas. This this shit is Scott, it's not even a rap album. Not a Travis Scott album. It's, but it's <laughs> like, got his beats. And honestly, it's a compilation project that he don't that he didn't need to fit. He didn't feel the need to bang twenty seven niggas in on. This is better than that fucking Dreamville shit. That came out last year easily. No, the only bat, the only, the only song I don't like of there is is Gotti, and then still that beat is fire. Because uh, <laughs> like, I don't that nigga that comes with there is weird. Oh, Pop Smoke. Yeah, yeah. But honestly, I might listen to that song a couple more times and be like, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> Every time I listen to a Travis Scott thing, it's always something I'm like, eh. And then I listen to it, I'm like, nah, never mind. He's a genius. This shit slap. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> There'd be so many intricacies that Travis put I know. In, That's what it is. In his he's gotta stuff, back man. And listen to it. Man, listen to like, it. like you, he's like you. You don't know that you that you like this yet. I would <laughs> so, always rather it be that way, honestly. You you don't know that you that you like this yet. I thought Astro was boring, and I listened to it, and I was like, "You were 
whole dummy. This shit. No, there's great. so much going on. Bruh. There's yeah. so much going on. I, I I don't know. I think I know niggas don't sleep on him because that he's Travis Scott at this point. But it just yeah. amazes me to hear some of the commentaries around him. I'm like, if y'all niggas ain't listening to him, who listening to him besides me? Because somebody is. That nigga's <laughs> Travis Scott. Like everybody under 27 in the fucking dog. world is listening to Travis Scott. Dog. and his, <laughs> and his shows be like crazy. You might die straight up. That's the and, energy. And all, though. The, and all the kids go there. Like it's a bad. Like if if we were all. Like twenty five right now, it would be a badge of honor to go to a Travis Scott show. Oh, you to just right. say we went there, we was in the crowd. I broke my leg. Right. I will go again. <laughs> like, I got to get on stage and run and dive into this fucking crowd. Yeah, like, yeah, dude. I get they it. Love it. Like I'm. I like. I think twenty twenty jump off of the top of like not the top, but like you know, jump out of the bowl section of an arena, like. Crazy shit. 2020 for me is just going to be the year where I'm not judging these youngins for what they listening to. If I hear a song and I don't vibe with that shit, then I don't vibe with it. But I'm not about to be like, yo, why do they listen to this shit? I don't get blue face, but if y'all love Oh, no, nah, I'm not like, like that. I'm like, this nigga is terrible, but I don't judge the kids that listen to him. Nah. I will still be like, niggas can't. No, if he's terrible, he's just good. terrible, but I'll just yeah. do it to myself. <laughs> like, like, but I'm definitely not on that. Oops, these kids don't know. Nah. Blah, 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 blah. I'll be on Okay, something. so I'm going to tell y'all some shit real quick. I got to get this off my chest because this really fucked me up. Like, I. Nah, I'm like joking, but I'm also kind of not joking a little bit. Like, I felt what a midlife crisis probably feels like recently. So, the music that we grew up on, right? My daughter and her peer group will have the same amount of distance between the Wu-Tang Clan's first album coming out and, like, Illmatic and Ready to Die as we have between the music of the mid-1950s. That's a lot of thinking, Mike. Nigga, I depressed the fuck out of myself the other day. I mean, that's real, though. I was like, yo, Perry Como, to me, could be (laughs) what? Like Raekwon is my daughter. That is fucking that is so and I think and that's the thing that that hip hop is at right now. Yes. Hip hop doesn't know how to reconcile it. The old heads don't sometimes. Yeah, because there hasn't been a lot of I mean to be honest, there hasn't been a lot of black music in America that has lasted this long. And it's still popular, like, and it's and it's still pushed by black artists, majority. You know That's what I mean? True. You know what I mean? Because like you, you think back to jazz, you think back. You know, what I mean, even like even some soul music was t- they they were people were taking their songs and stuff like that. But like hip hop is hip hop, and it's always been pushed by black people. So like we came up in the nineties. Which you know, people would say, "What well, is a little bit after the golden age of hip hop?" But we were not to me. Know, I'm about to say because yeah. that shit is a that's a, that's well, that's what that's the whole point, though, right? Like, yeah, to people saying, older than us, the golden age is like Rakim and Big Daddy yeah, Kane and saying, fucking that's what people say. But we that's were before our time because the the you it was young enough that going back to the beginnings of hip hop wasn't that far of a leap, right. correct? For us. So, like, we're the generation that's really, like, bridging the gap between, the, like, the, the people from the 70s and 80s and then the kids that are doing it now. Because, like, there's full kids who are, who, are, who are going to be 19 and 20 
and who like ancient to them is is Fifty Cent. Cool DJ Herc's fucking block party in '72 was 47 years before my daughter was born. Mm. And it'll be, you know, like 60 years before she's a fucking teenager. That's why I'm collecting these vinyls. I'm going to need that somewhere to spend. Shit. I'm going to need, I need to keep a record of these tracks happening so I can spend them when it's time. Yeah. So like, and I, I will be the worst. Like I will judge myself harshly as a father if I haven't introduced her to music that I think is important, but also understand that like the same way I don't like all the shit that my parents listen to, even though I do fuck with a lot of it, because music from the 70s was was hit. Um, it's not going to be the same. Like, I will, I appreciate that music, but it doesn't have the same impact for me as the music that was hot when I grew up. And it's going to be the same for everybody. Like, everybody's brain functions that same way. So, like, me being like, yo, Protect Your Neck is so amazing. She'd be like, she might be like, cool, I do like this also. I don't like this or like, nah, but, you know, Roddy Rich Jr. got the real hot music. And I'm like, what in the hell is happening? I don't even, I remember when he came out and I was like, and on him. And now he got a son that got music and this shit is hot now or something. You know what I mean? Like, who knows? (laughs) Shit could be crazy. (laughs) Oh, man. That shit is so, yeah, it's, it's. It's weird. Like I know, I know how parents feel, and like I said, like my, I mean, my dad. Growing up, my dad loved like would love Parliament of Funkadelic, and we listened to a lot of that growing up. I I got some of his records now, and 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 then me listening to that, I can see how I got into hip hop. You know, because yes, you can trace you know, those I, roots. I can I can see yeah. how I I can see how I got into it, and then. But to act like the appreciation that I have for my music now, and the, or that music back then, now I had when I was twenty-one, I didn't. <laughs> you know what I mean? When I was twenty-one, it was, it was only about what I was listening to was right there. Hot shit right now. Right. What is then. going on? This DMX album is crazy. I like gotta the, listen the, to it. Like you know, I'm talking about what? So twenty? When I'm talking like what? Man, what? Two thousand five? Yeah. 2005, I was 20. So, like, I mean, like, even going, like, as old as I went back was, like, Biggie. And that was a decade before. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, so, like, it's 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 weird. And, it, and it's, like, you just got to, like I said, let the kids experience. Because good music will rise to the top. And there's still oh, plenty. And there's still plenty of 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 artists out there pushing the genre for and doing stuff. And there's room for all these people to cook. There's room for all these people to sit here and have fun and all this stuff. Because I can sit here and be like, no, nah, man, y'all keep like, like I was listening to in the, in my 18th when I listened to most deaf and stuff like that. I ain't gonna, like, I still won't listen to little John and stuff. Like, Obviously <laughs> not. you know, people be trying to act like, oh, I li- well, I was listening to this. Yes. And you listen to this party thing. Like you were listening to both. Because you're Both a human them. being with yeah. you know, like rounded interests. Right. You know, right. you know, you know what I mean? I, I just, I don't, I feel like people be trying to keep up with these little niggas. And why? I do. I'm one of those people. It's, it's, it's a difference between, okay, is are you trying to keep up with them or are you just up on new music because you enjoy listening to new music? I'm up on new music, but also the nature of my job is best to be informed about what is hot. Yeah, if you, but you, you got easier access to that. Like you there. 
if like somebody yeah. on the outside trying to keep like I'm not at these shows. I don't see what these little oh, niggas be jamming out record, to. It's not like I'm like right on the finger of the pulse either. I'm definitely behind. Like this shit pops, and I'm like, oh right. But it ain't your shit. I have shit. heard this name before. Yeah, it's not I'm definitely your, not up to date. Like it's are. not your shit. Like you're not in school with them. Yeah. You're not hanging with the same niggas as them. Like y'all ain't having yeah, conversations. Exactly. I'm not hearing little baby's mixtape before I hear the yeah, song with him and Gunna on it. Like I don't hear him in that stage anymore. That's what gets me with some of these dudes who are condemning them for what they listening to. Like, bruh, go drive your '96 Lexus and shut the fuck up and leave these kids alone. <laughs> like, let them listen to what they listening to, bro. Like, no, you don't need to introduce them. To shit, they know how to find it quicker than you do, nigga. If they don't want to hear it, they don't want to hear it. They just be acting like they schooling them. If we introduce, man, that ain't real rap. This real rap, and that nigga literally talking about slinging crack, dog. Like, get the fuck out of here, bro. These niggas talk about dancing. Your niggas talk about slinging crack. Your shit is not better than theirs because of that. Just because you introduced it to them, a fucking Harlem nigga would be like, yo, Cameron was the real deal, Bruh, He was wearing lavender fucking pink, dog. Calm down, sir. Like, niggas was out here wilding with the fucking bird emblem. It's not that yeah. serious. Niggas is still waiting for the... Niggas is waiting for Big Valley to get out of prison so they can get that album from him. That's, like, it's that serious in some of these Yeah, I'm good. I, I remember my... Regardless. Because I think, I think everybody kind of goes through that. Some people just don't get out of it. Because I can remember being, like, 20... Between, like, 23 and 26. Yeah. I was all on the... No, man, it's real hip hop. Oh yeah, I definitely had a hip hop phase. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like only this is only real stuff. What is this trash and stuff like that? And now I can go back there, man. Man, there was so much good Gucci Man that I missed, bro. So so much. much, There was so much. There was so much good music that I listen to now, and I'd be like, (laughs) because I've opened up and I'm just like, I like this. But there's so much good music that I just was and I deprived myself of. (laughs) Oh yeah, because I was like, I'm in the least. I listen to Doom and Animal Locks, not like. I, I remember, I remember <laughs> being like, man, who the fuck is this shit, man? Some OJ Juvenile. This shit stupid. They listen to that. Now hey. like, yo, this shit is fire. Bruh. Bumps yeah. into it. Luger, man. Goes. It's what you need. Like, sometimes you just need that energy. But, and some, like, sometimes I literally, I really just don't want to hear rapidly ass rap niggas. Like, I don't want to hear you using jazz samples and Motown samples. Sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes yeah, I want my I like aggressive trap music sometimes or sad ass trap music. Sometimes I just want to hear like 15 beats with flutes in them that sound different. Bro, and that's, that's, that's what pisses me off sometimes about the play, like the popular players on Spotify. Like, I tried to look for trap music. I was just like, trap music. Every junk was all pop music right now. That might have a trap music every three, a trap song every three songs. That is just a popular trap song. I'm like, no, nigga, where am I gutting niggas that's been listening to all of the shit we thought was killing hip hop in the 2000s that are now making <laughs> playlists? I want their trap music, bro. That's what I want because all that shit gonna make my windows rattle. That's what I need going to work this morning. Absolutely. Rattle music, like what the fuck? Yeah, I need something to get me right. Cause look, yes. I don't look. I have, I love every Kendrick album. I can sit down here and tell you and map the story of his life that he has told. Bro, I feel you going right now. Today, right. Actually. You know what I mean? I can do yeah. all of that, but I will sit here and be like, all of that shit don't slap. I can't so, listen. I cannot like, listen. Like, like, like this one guy, I feel like is a beautiful song, but it's not yeah. like, yo, I need to fuck it. Oh, throw that shit on. I was in the car today. I was like, I was like, I have a tough decision to make. Do I want to hear Good Kid, Mad City? Or do I want to hear YG's album? 
100, nigga. Um, I gotta go with YG. On the mood. I gotta like, go with YG. And I made myself some Kendrick bangers, like a little mini playlist of just the shit that really like goes hard. Oh, all right. I, I want to hear both some deep shit and some shit that's real aggressive. Then I'll play that. I, and I, can I hear will, Mad City. If I if I hear like uh, like yeah, DNA. All right. <laughs> politics low key is extremely yeah. That, baby, my yeah. man, you new bitch. Boo boo. I'd be loving to yeah. shot that shit. Yeah. So, and it's funny because like if I'm just like because <laughs> I'm just going to work. This is like a twenty minute drive, so like that. Now my ass sit there and I'd be like driving. I'd be like, man, I'd be I'm about to drive to Florida. I put the album on, let's do it from start to finish. I'll be sitting in my house sometimes. This is the album from start to finish Absolutely. and be like, yo, and take a ride. It's like watching a good movie. It's taking a ride. But also sometimes I'll be but like, you know, you know what? Sometimes I you got want to sit down and watch one scene you know, from Avengers you know, and not watch yeah. the whole fucking Nigga, movie. You know, or sometimes like, you know what? I got 15 minutes. So I'm about to put on Teen Titans and Bro, laugh my ass off. It's about to be stupid. Sometimes I'll be in my car and I'll be like, bars. And other times I'll be in my car, I'll be like, bitch, who do you love? Like, that's, that's, that's <laughs> what yeah, I, some, I just need ignorant shit I right can. now is what I need. That's, so. it, it, these, that's that's the playlist I need. I need an ignorant-ass playlist because it'd be so much ignorant ass. You, you have Apple Music? Yeah, so, yeah. I'm gonna send you something. Yeah, I got Apple Music. You gotta right. make you gotta make you a good ignorant. Now, I'm gonna tell you a fun thing to do. I do this on, uh, we did this, uh, man, a good two hours on our, our trip driving back, me and my girl. We literally sat there and we put like one random like ignorant song, like I was on rap cabin or something like that. Yeah. And then and it was an older song too. So then all I could do was look play songs that I knew off the related like like people who listen oh, to this one. Oh, or, yeah. Like this one. And it kept yeah. me in the same mode. <laughs> and I was oh, like, I don't, who, I don't know who this nigga is. <laughs> like just play But that shit fire song. though. You discover it artists is. that way too. Like you'll discover new artists that way. That's Yo, not remember as when we came up on that VL deck shit just by cruising through that Piff, the Trap Pastor shit with Twenty One Savage? Yes. Oh my god, <laughs> you still listen to that shit, <laughs> nigga? Like it, it for me, it's just like I was I was listening to um, Brent Fires and I was like, okay, I want to hear a bunch of other niggas that sound like this, and that yeah. brings up Sir. And that brings up Gallant, and you start to find all these other niggas. Sir, songs. sir got some songs, man. Bruh, like, sir got is bangers. a beast, man. Sir, sir got, got some, bangers, sir got some, some underrated talented, songs man. out there, man. Nigga, like, and it's so many other dudes that make really good R and B music that's not popular right now, but they got banging ass EPs and albums, and you find them shits, and you be like, "Yo, who is this nigga?" And and they be like, they just make like you like. You see Bryson Tiller name everywhere, and I just be like, uh, or like black is putting out some, like six black putting out some shit. I'm like, uh, and Yo, then I find other ways, and I be like, bro, y'all ever seen the Cave by uh, Kenny Beats? It's a YouTube series where he goes in and makes a beat in ten minutes for a dude, and they freestyle over it. Yes, yeah, I think I have. It's extremely entertaining, first of all. So anybody listening, if you haven't watched it, look up the Cave and Kenny Beats. Uh, the one with Danny Brown is great. The one with Freddie Gibbs is great. The one with uh, Denzel Curry is great. Uh, he does one with uh, with Six Lack on season two, and that dude. I, mean, I already knew that he rapped before he started singing, but he can actually rap, rap. Yeah, it was real good, bro. That's what's so frustrating surprised. about Six Black. Six Black was not supposed to be on some lovey dovey. Like he wasn't supposed to be on some typical contemporary R and B shit at a pop level. Six Black was legit 
going supposed to be trap R&B. The shit that Bryson Tiller claimed he was doing. Six Black actually was doing and was getting that shit played in the strip clubs. It was like, bruh, you're making trap R&B music. And then he got popular and he fell into the trap of, okay, I'm going to make same songy ass contemporary R&B songs now and I'm going to get rid of the trap beats. And it's like, what the fuck, dog? Like, I get you rich, but nigga, you had a whole lane that was yours that no one else is in. And now no one's doing it. No one is doing legit trap beats with R&B singing over it that also can flow. Because Six Black produced, so he was making these beats and spitting and singing on them. Yeah, he was nice. Like, bro, you, that was your lane, bro. That was your lane, sir. Like, the weekend's lane was cocaine and harmony. That was his lane, nigga. Cocaine <laughs> <laughs> That's not his next album title. I don't know what's going Bruh, on. Like, I was, I was, that's why I'm so mad when I hear new music from Six. I'd be like, bro, I hate you. Like, you, you had it, bro. Bryson Tiller was out here claiming he was doing trap R&B, and he was not. That shit was not trap. That shit did not knock. And that nigga can't sing, and he can't write like you, and he can't spit. And now nobody's doing it. Like, ugh, I'm so mad. I wanted, I wanted to hear a nigga singing and half flowing over some flutes, dog. <laughs> like, what is, in some bass, what is going on? Niggas are kidding. We got Roddy Rich. Like, shout out. I think he came in with Nipsey. Like, shout out to him. He got the fame, but I can't rock with his singing and stuff either. I'd be like, bro, what, what is it? What is this? What's going on here? He's beats fire, <laughs> but what's going on here, sir? So it, it it's right now. I'm just like, okay, if you send me something in an email, I'm gonna listen to it. If I'm gonna let Spotify just do its discovery and shit and find me some new stuff, I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna play a song and then play me all the shit like it. And whatever I like, I add to, I have like different playlists for those and I just add them to it. And I come back and listen to them shits later. Oh, real quick. Uh, the Kenny Beats freestyle shit with Zach Fox is the funniest one. Watch that no, first. That shit is. No, you, you heard, uh, you heard it's all Jesus is the way. <laughs> Me? I've heard it multiple times. No, no, I have it on my phone. Oh, okay, I was like, I have it on my phone. You saying have you I heard? heard yeah, if you heard that, yeah, that's nah. he, he just freestyled the whole thing. I've never heard no Jesus. What? You never you serious? Yeah, you never heard Jesus? Oh before? no! <laughs> oh my God! That's actually my song. My was, God! First, it's he incredible. made it as a fun thing, and it became a B. <laughs> it got so popular it. they actually released it as a single. Okay, I'm happy with this YouTube later. series. And he's a, he used to he's a dude that because um, uh, my girl follows him because he was on um, that that Vice late night show they had. Yep. At the at, at the Jesus and them left, he was up there. But he does comedy stuff on the, on the internet. She was like, because he's actually funny. Like I don't he's know how he comes on the show, but he's like he's actually funny. He has a couple little joke songs or like you get you could put up there. He has a couple he has songs one's up called there. Square Up as well. It's really funny. But that Jesus is what? <laughs> Bruh, that shit took me all the way. My homeboy Mike at work, uh, a younger dude who's like has his ear more to the streets than I do, like tell me about new shit that the the younger folk are listening to. He's like, yo, have you heard the Zach Fox freestyle? And I was like, nah. He's like, look that shit up immediately. And I was like, all right. And then me, my, girl, my girl showed it to me, and we were just banging that junk. Like, we yes. put, I think I saw a bunch of, uh, like, because it got popular because a bunch of TikTok videos started doing it. Oh, that and, makes and sense. People, and people were dancing to it. And I'm surprised you haven't heard it, Jack. Four score and 16 bars ago. 
I'm gonna have to check this out. The fact is, it's in the show to Jesus is the one. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it is time to roll out. So, uh, we back 2020. Thank y'all for listening to the podcast. And I'm not sure what is gonna happen this year. Um, I wanna, I I wanna kind of just like pull everybody aside and figure out what we want to do for premium to liven that up. The the type of conversations and podcasts, like the type of podcast episodes we want to do for premium and conversations we want to do. People's gonna have babies now, man. Like, no, so we need. To I can't wait till she's old enough to talk onto the podcast. I don't even care if she's just saying gibberish. I'm gonna get her on it my earliest this opportunity nigga. just to be like. So we need to get that. <laughs> we need to get all of that laid out so we can start rolling those, doing those episodes, rolling that shit out. And other than that, we will be back next week, and uh, hopefully Deidre will be back too. I'm sure she had to deal with something, so we'll handle all of the stuff we were supposed to do at the end of the year last year next week. But until then, what what am I looking up? Jesus is the one. Jesus is the one by Zach Fox and Kenny Beats. I'm so surprised you have not heard. I am too. This song is fucking incredible, bro. I shut I shut myself off from the amount the amount of emotions he went through, (laughs) bro. R.I.P. Betty White. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 bitch, you better praise God or I'm a shooting that's on God. I ain't playing by my Lord and Savior. I'm on my job. If you ain't a Christian, I'm going to stab you in the face. If it ain't by Jesus, I'm going to hit you with this cake. Hey, 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 Jesus is the one. Hell yeah, praise Jesus Christ, nigga. Free Palestine, free TK. It's the trap game, Abraham. Okay, I have heard this. Lincoln, four scores, 16 <laughs> bars ago. R.I.P. Betty White. She ain't dead before when she died, because I know it's coming up. Oh, kitty. Hey, little bitch. How you not going to fuck on a real so nigga? Crazy. Yeah, I'm getting paid still late on my bills. This is the shit that was on Facebook when that nigga was just spitting. That old girl was in the back dancing to some shit. Yeah, yeah. Cause yeah, like, I see this shit. Because like, he did it on the show. show. On, on that. Folks, don't trust me. On that little, uh, on, on that, that little, series I was oh, talking Kenny about, B. he did Jones. the whole shit on there. And like, the top he just, on, he's literally, cause Kenny makes the beat real quick. So he's literally just, he's pacing back and forth in the, in the little studio part. Hearing Zach Fox tell Kenny what type of beat he wanted was my favorite part of the whole and shit. He's like, yo, they, make me a pro life for Bernie bro beat. <laughs> yeah. They are in the, as he's going, they are dying laughing. Dying, on the side of they are like <laughs> dying. Cause he just, he is everything's off the top of his head. He just changes his just Like, he became with this, like, yo, he's like, recipes, Betty White, you know what I mean? Free Palestine, all that stuff. Little bitch. Like, <laughs> they were like, what? <laughs> oh, oh, God. This nigga Yo, bitch, at my crib, I just let her charge the iPhone. Ask me if these diamonds now, bitch, these some rhinestones. Armpit musty. Reebok dusty. My show got canceled because white folks don't trust me. Now I'm in the strip club with glue on the bottom of my shoe, nigga. That's how I'm do. Hey, I'm stealing money from these bitches. I'm hitting licks year round like it's Christmas. I got addictions. I take the condom off and drug my nut. It's delicious. I want to get a whip and crash it in the white owned businesses. Hey. Hey, no. Hold on. I got this hook. Hey. 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 I'm going to dip my balls into some thousand dollar dressing. Because I got depression. I'm going to avoid my taxes and I'm going to get arrested. Cause I got depression. I'ma rob my mama and I'ma spend the money on an old Chevy. Cause I got depression. Everybody know, nigga, you need to learn your fucking lesson. Nigga, I got depression. Hey, shout out mental illness. Shout out mental illness. Shout out mental illness. Dude, if you got a mental illness, like fucking turn up, dude. Like seriously, dude. Like whatever the fuck you got going on, dude. Fucking, you're medicated. You're not medicated, dude. Like. 
seriously, fucking, bro, I put my fucking, I put my dick in a bag of Doritos and made this nigga bitch suck the dust off the tip. Wow. Uh, if you want even more fun, go watch the uh, the whole thing. Go watch the the verified. Oh yes, genius. genius. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, uh, Kenny looks so like wild by here. <laughs> All, right. All right, y'all. We out. What is that playing, dog? Ooh. I don't know. That's just hard. Come Your audio's on, bro. Fuck it, jailbreak the Tesla. All right. I have nothing. I have no idea. Is that me? What is happening right now? Is that me? Fuck it, jailbreak the Tesla. Yo, that is me. That's you, dog. We jailbreaking the Tesla in this bitch. Yo. Who is this? I need to download this time. That's hard. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Bro. Oh, Jerry. That is a fire. No, it's fucking Injury Reserve featuring Amine. Well, I'm about to jailbreak the Tesla with both of them. Oh, uh, yeah, that's, that's a song right there. See, this is why you gotta just let this shit play, dog. You don't know what the next song might be. That shit might be fire. Yo, 2020, let the Damn, tracks play. Came in hard. I'm putting it in the group, but yeah, 2020, let the tracks play. Oh, I know. Yeah, injury, injury reserve had a good album. The, uh, I don't know anything about year. him or them or they right. or she or I don't know nothing about that, that nigga. Yeah, it's like a group of two rappers with a with a producer. It sound like Outkast. Yeah, they had a nice little album that came out last year. All right, y'all. We'll highlight you next time. We out. Peace.